Rusty Quill presents. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Listening to Hainai by Motsi Dapul. Episode 34 Aklatan Part 1. What do you mean? What happened to the plan? Change of. I need you to pick up a friend of mine. Bring him to where you are. CJ's, right? How did you. you- do remember I'm a detective. A nosy one. Ugh. Who exactly are you bringing to my home? Someone I've trusted with my life for years. We need your help to protect him. He may have just been targeted by an elder. More reason not to let him come. This sounds really serious. Babe, come on. Ah, oh, putain, man. Fine. Alright. Send him the address. Thank you. I'll make it up to you. I'm keeping a tally. Thank you, CJ. And Laura? I'm sending you the address. Okay. What about you? Ashvin? Evelyn? I'm heading to the necropolis now. The necro- Wait, isn't Elaine's grave in Mount Pleasant? Dooley, my friend, tipped me off. He was after something. Something he thought Dooley had, but... What do you mean he left you alone? I can't explain it better than that. He broke down the door. He tried to get at me, but there was... something. Protection, I guess. It seemed to keep him away. I have no idea what caused it. I mean, I have my own protections. But if they'd worked at all, he never should have been able to get through the door. And he blew the whole thing off the hinges. This was... It was like he couldn't touch me. And I don't know why. Mikey, he said he was after the watch. Jay's pocket watch. But you don't have it. You said Jay didn't even have it. When he... Yes, but the photo I showed you, remember? The photo from the ill? I think it's in the necropolis. The Toronto necropolis. And if that man gets his hands on Jay's watch... The power Jay possessed was beyond what I could describe. It had to be for an ordinary man to go up against monsters like he did. Dooley, slow down. Mikey, please, I've tried. I've tried to find them in that damn necropolis. I've tried for years, but I've never found them. I think something's been hiding it from me. I I, I don't know. 
always feel like I've missed something every time I go there, but you need to, before he does. Please. Dooley, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Something that powerful wouldn't just go unnoticed. It would have... It would have manifested, you know? Some sign of magic. Or a haunting. Something. I... Dooley, have you ever heard of the William Crypt? No, I haven't. It's an old crypt in the necropolis with the name William on the stone. Last name's broken off. A crypt built into the hill, almost buried, but... You could still open the door if you had to get in. There was... There was a story about it. It was on that show that you listened to, but, um... I heard the story more directly from the source. My cousin, Rosario. She used to talk about how she met someone or something around that crypt when she was young. I was the only cousin, I think, who ever really believed her. But... I never connected it to anything concrete until now. Mikey, I've gone to that place countless times. I've come through every grave ever since you were a child. There's no grave there that matches that description. Or maybe someone was trying to keep it from you. Or something. <sighs> well, maybe you'll have more luck than I, finding whatever it was trying to keep secret. Please, please, Donna. There's no time. What do you mean, where are we? We're literally right in front of the O'Donnell grave at Mount Pleasant. It's pretty out of the way of the rest of the graves, I don't know why. Where are you? Change of plans. Come with me to Toronto Necropolis. A friend of mine was attacked by an elder, and he's hunting down something big. And we gotta get there first. You have friends? Ashvin! Kupia. I'm joking. We're coming over. We'll call you when we get there. Hello? Hello? Ah. What's going on? Donna's not coming. And you'll call him the reliable one. So, what now? Do we still do the thing, or...? We have to help him with something at the Toronto Necropolis. Don't know what Rick sees in him. Really don't. What? Come on. Let's get back to the car. Wasn't it right over there? I... Huh. I thought it was. Maybe the cemetery has a weird layout or something. Oh, good. We're in a... What did Mary call it? A, uh... Miasma, aren't we? Seems so. Can you, uh... Can you stop it? Only if I destroy the focus. <clears throat> so says our resident powerhouse. Right. Cool. Okay, uh... What do you think it might be? Educated guess? Back where we came from. In the grave that was so out of the way, nobody would have gone near it if they weren't specifically looking for it. Well, that answers that question. So, uh, back to the 
thing that was trying to, what did Mari say, eat us. It can never be easy. Hey, breathe. I'm breathing. I'm, uh, good at breathing. We'll be fine. You're smart. You'll know we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. We'll be fine. Oh. Wow. That looks like a warm welcome. Uh, there definitely weren't stairs before, right? I'm not just, um... Come on. Stories. Oh, I was always good at stories. They had a magic about them. Long before I knew magic was as real as each of my fine fingers. Print. The written word. No matter how fast our world changes, how quickly mankind races to invention, no matter how stunning new technologies prove to be, there are some things that remain staples of human civilization. You know how old I am. Or, well... <laughs> I suppose you don't, really. But you know that I am much older than I appear. You know that I am not simply a man you met in the library, chatting over our shared love of the written word. I saw... Oversaw, even. The golden age of Canadian news press. I saw papers flourish from the beginning of this very century. It was its own magic. And I saw all its potential when my colleagues dabbled in their own interests. One learned the power of suggestion. Another, the power of cold and ice. Another one of my colleagues even learned how to turn herself monstrous, devour a man as though he were a mouse. Dreadful to watch, but she herself is quite the charming woman, and always impeccably dressed. Oh, I know, it can be shocking for the uninitiated. I imagine you only knew what little are more careless compatriots, have let slip to the public in the years since our formation. It must have been quite the mystery to uncover. <laughs> you are a dangerous man, Mr. Callahan, even to one such as I. Especially to one such as I. It 
does not matter that you are an ordinary, powerless human being, because you are one of the sharpest men I know. And I imagine that if you had access to the stores of information I have, you would have far outpaced my colleagues in their pursuit of power. If you have a strong stomach, that is, for pursuing power. <sighs> but I suppose we should get on with it. What would you like to know? Excellent question. My colleagues have their own specialties, but you may have noticed that my interests tend towards the more mundane intellectual pursuits. Or so it might seem to others. But you know as well as I how much magic one can find between the pages of a good book. I have unlocked powers not even my colleagues understood. I always thought it was a waste to have a death be a death and have that be all there was. I don't know how much you know, but you must have guessed that an immortal life doesn't come without price. It is the poetry of the universe that life should come from death. And not just any death, mind you. Nothing so mundane as a peaceful passing in one's bed, or succumbing to an illness you've long since made peace with. Violent death. Frightful, fearful death. Death that has one desperately clawing for one's life to no avail. The kind of death you could spend your whole life dreading. It is intoxicating in some ways. There's a poetry to it, like an explosive climax to a story that, up to that point, had been a bit of a bore. I collected stories like these in my own way. I bound their final moments in books, detailing every moment of agony and suffering. Deaths to be feared, I call these texts Fear Deaths. Some of the others thought I was a whimsical fellow, to focus all my efforts into that kind of spell work, when I could have done something far more impressive or bombastic to earn the esteem of our leader. Yes, even ones as powerful as us elders had a leader. No need to look so surprised. He was the one who gathered us together, gave us magic in the first place. Everyone was in awe of him. And he was the kind of man who could silence you with a look, even if he wasn't one of the most powerful men I'd ever met, capable of raising half the city if he so chose. His mere presence 
for he was of impressive stature indeed, was already quite intimidating. It doesn't matter. He's gone now. Disappeared at the height of his power. Nobody knows why. Well, I suspect his inner circle knew, but I didn't have that honor. I might have given more time, but we can't change the past. Still, William Savard seemed to respect my work. When I spoke to him of my findings, he told me to return when I had proof my pursuit was worthwhile. And it took me decades before I deemed it so. You see, I can recycle, sustain the power of fear death by retelling the tale of it, trapping the smallest piece of the soul or whatever ephemeral energies we were able to capture in between bound pages, replaying that death over and over to generate more power. It's not a perfect system, mind. Each time the story is repeated and its death replayed, it loses more and more of its power until that death is run dry and the power within is obviously never going to match a fresh fear death. But still, when you gather ten, twenty, fifty deaths simply by detailing their deaths between pages, well, it becomes a rather effective system. A colleague of mine, Nessie Smith, was so intrigued by my system of power that she even adopted it into her own experiments. She doesn't keep those in books, however, but in chambers of a clockwork machine. Never one for good taste, that woman, but I always admired her sheer love of intellectual pursuits. She and her machine, whatever it is she uses it for, it can only house ten deaths. Whereas I, I have a library. Yeah, just up here. You okay? <sighs> Missy, I'm not that old. You don't need to help me up the stairs. But thank you. I appreciate the hospitality from you and your partner. Well, this is really her place more than it's mine. Babe, he's here. I got Donner on the line. He's on his way to the necropolis. Thank you for this. I... Oh, Lord. Uh, Mr. Dooley? It's you. Putain. It's you, is it? Uh, Donner? You didn't say your friend knew CJ. Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? Uh, what's the damage? Oh, so you know who I am. Wonderful. That makes one of us. You were there at the funeral. Jay's father. How did you know Jay? You haven't aged a day. Are you one of those elders? She's on our side. It's why Donner sent you here. You should be safe since she has the power to hide herself from other elders, and she has magic enough to keep you hidden from whatever elder came after you. Wait. Which elder? What? Which elder came after you? What did they look like? Do you remember what they looked like? Any symbols? Magic? Clothing? Was it a man or woman? That, it, it was a man. He was, I don't know, ordinary looking. 
white, looked to be in his 30s, high-collar shirt. His magic manifested as this great big red hand reaching for me, but he couldn't get to me. I was protected. Some sort of spell that kept him from touching me. That's impossible. My spell. Your spell? What do you mean, your spell? He asked me. The young man. The journalist. The the one called Jay. He asked me to keep an eye on you. Protect you. Uh, the last time I saw him. So I cast a spell of protection on you. As powerful as I could make it. So it was you. You're the reason I'm alive tonight. No. You, you don't understand. The elder that came after you tonight is Richard Henry, the benefactor's right-hand man. No spell of mine could have possibly survived him and his great red hand. I'm not nearly as powerful as the elders of the inner circle. Whatever it was that protected you, it wasn't my spell. Donner? Did you hear that? Donner? Hello? Crap, I have to... Babe, what are the chances Donner's running headlong into a trap? With Richard Henry involved? Hi. Oh, the man did so love his traps. Wait, where are you going? And why do you have two phones? Given what happened to Mary with that serial killer, I thought it was a good idea to have a backup. I'm trying to reconnect to Donner, but there's some kind of interference. Could just be the line, but I'm hedging my bets on magic. Laura, can you hear me? Asthma. The focus, so we can. Mary isn't with us. He said he. Oh. Hello. Shit! I gotta go. Laura, you are not going alone. I'm not. I promise. But you gotta stay here with Mr. Dooley to hold down the fort. We don't know if someone's after him. Trust me. I'm calling back up right now. Sure you don't have powers? You caught me right as I'm getting off the go train. Oh, thank God. Ashman and Evelyn are in trouble. Donner's not answering. Shit's gone down, and I'm so sorry, but... Oh, of course. Of course it had to happen now. What's the address? Ashman and Evelyn are in Mount Pleasant. They said they got trapped in one of those miasma things. Donner should be in the Toronto Macropolis, but I can't get him on the line. I'm just coming from CJ's. Donner asked me to bring Mr. Dooley here. Dooley? Donner's old mentor, Dooley? What happened? I can catch you up to speed, but... Murphy, I think they're in real trouble. No, I know they're in real trouble. I think Donner's still okay, but Ash and Ev are definitely in trouble right now. What happened? Why is Donner on his own? Julie was attacked by an elder. Uh, Richard Henry? He was looking for something. He thought Julie knew where it was. Whatever that elder is after, Donner's trying to get to it first, in the necropolis. Idiot. He knows how dangerous it is to go in without backup. He's literally the one who taught me that in the first place. If he's going alone, he must be sure it's worth it. I need to help him. Murphy! I... What if the Elder did go after him? Damn it, damn it, damn it! Not now! Ugh! You've got to be kidding me! What? The engine! What, is my car cursed now, too? Murphy, you have to help- No, 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 no. 
sorry. I'm so sorry. You're listening to Hainai by Motsi Dapul. Hainai stands against genocide and imperialism, which is why we stand for a free Palestine. It has been confirmed that at least 27 journalists and 35 United Nations Relief and Works Agency, or UNRWA members, have been killed by Israeli airstrikes in Gaza. The Israeli Defense Forces, or IDF, used white phosphorus on civilian populations, which can cause deep and severe burns, penetrating even through bone, and has been known to reignite after initial treatment. The IDF bombed a refuge and killed the family of Al Jazeera journalist Wael al-Dahdu. Over 40% of all infrastructure in Gaza has been damaged. Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant was recently quoted as calling Palestinians human animals when imposing a complete siege on Gaza. No electricity, no food, no water, no fuel. The United States provided 3.3 billion US dollars in military funding to Israel in 2022, funding and arms now directly involved in Israel's war crimes against Palestinians. As of writing, there has been a reported death toll of over 1,400 people in Israel and over 7,000 Palestinians, with over 2,000 of these being Palestinian minors, with no end in sight. This isn't even mentioning the decades of colonial invasion and apathy committed against Palestinians, with the major inciting incident being the Nakba of 1948, where an estimated 15,000 Palestinians were killed, more than 500 villages were decimated, and roughly 750,000 Palestinians displaced by Zionist militia, supported primarily by the British. We do not stand by the killing of innocent civilians. We stand against anti-Semitism. We stand against collective punishment. We stand against war crimes. We support an end to the blockade in Gaza. We support the return of hostages to their families. We support humanitarian aid to people who need it most in Gaza. And we support a free Palestine. We cannot deny the objective reality that the actions of Israel against Palestine constitute ethnic cleansing. We are seeing a genocide right before our eyes. We cannot look away. We've attached links in the description of this episode for ways you may be able to call for a ceasefire, because donations currently cannot enter Gaza due to the blockade. Fivecalls.org is where U.S. constituents can call their legislators and reps to call for a ceasefire. Actionnetwork.org slash letters slash tell Congress ceasefire now is where U.S. constituents can write to members of Congress now and ask them to prevent further atrocities and massive loss of life. nccm.ca slash ceasefire is where Canadian constituents can write to all Canadian MPs to call for a ceasefire. map.org.uk slash campaigns slash protect Palestinians against atrocities in Gaza is where UK constituents can email their MPs to call for a ceasefire. Hey everyone, this is Reg Helly, co-creator and co-producer of Hainai. 
Haina is a podcast produced by Monty Dapple, Yoi Halago, Alisa Jimenez, and me, and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. This episode was co-produced by Jesse Goodsell and written and directed by Motsi Dapple. The role of Laura was played by Abigail Rhodes. The role of CJ was played by Laurence Perlet. The role of Donner was played by Leon Johnson. The role of Dooley was played by Alice Der Stewart. The role of Evelyn was played by Natalie, and the role of Ashvin was played by Adil R. If you'd like to chat with other listeners when this episode goes live, we do a live premiere every other Sunday at 9pm Eastern Standard Time or Toronto Time on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash If you'd like to support the production of Hainai, you can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash We've just started our early access program where we release episodes three days earlier on Thursday at 9pm Eastern Standard Time or Toronto Time. You can also get bonus video and audio, art and behind-the-scenes content, as well as join polls for the show. If you can't subscribe monthly, you also have the option to buy us a milk tea on coffee, coffee.com slash That's ko-fi.com slash Our ad-free Hainai album, which has our official music and full episodes from Act 1 and 2, is also available in our coffee store. You can learn more at hainaipod.com. As always, thank you, we love you, and hanggang sa muli.